and uh, welcome to the 17th episode of the Frontend Coffee Break, a podcast where we take a little break from our everyday lives and grab a cup of joe or whatever you like to drink and discuss about different frontend topics. So today, as always, I have my um, co-host, the podcast host, uh, Ricardo, hello. That was that was tough. Yes, hello. I'm here. <laughs> Barcelona weather is fantastic. I wish it could be like this all year long, but um, yeah. Well, it it is a little bit fresh. It's nice. I mean, um, we're getting a, a bit of rain, a bit of sunshine. So yeah, it's if it wasn't for the allergies, it would be a fantastic um, time of the year for me. I hate allergies. It's I'm not allergic to good weather, but um, but yeah. I'm it's sorry, not the I'm good sorry. weather the issue, but anyhow, <laughs> um, thank you for joining Ricardo once more. And today's topic—it's a topic that you've been um, pushing a little bit to for us to discuss for some time now, which is a favorite of, of yours, and it's centered in around one of the questions that we sometimes ask uh, during the interviews, which is basically um, how to work with images in the web. And well, right now we call it two in 2023, but basically it's just images and how to work with images, right? It's so not my favorite topic <laughs> of all time. Come on. I do like to ask it because, you know, how we used to do stuff no longer applies. And, and yeah, it tells a lot about the developer if they know how to properly add images onto a website. Well, but basically images is just the the using the IMG tag. Okay, I think we're done. Thank you very much for See joining us in today's podcast. See you next time. Din, 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 din. No, <laughs> but it's not just about the image tag, right? It is not. It is not. I mean, even images, uh, well, I mean, nowadays it's it's like mandatory. I mean, how many websites, websites are there that don't have images, but how you load them, uh, what format do you use? What techniques are there for performance? And all those things we want to talk about today. Um, hmm. But yeah, I think first and foremost is how do you actually add the image to a website? How, what what HTML tag do you use? Is it image tag? Well, it depends a lot of, of what I want to uh, achieve. You know, I do use depending on 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 it uh, the a, a image tag or the picture tag. I'm moving between one and the others, and there well, there's not the the only things depending on what I'm also doing. Icons I usually don't use images uh, mm -hmm. as I used to and back in back in the day. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, we basically only had uh, the image tag if we wanted to add images or or background images if we wanted to do something cooler. Oh yeah, backgrounds. I remember that one of the, the the super fun techniques because even though we the the limited, well, back in the day, I remember at the beginning of work that um, we were uh, we had a very limited bandwidth, and although we don't have that much limitations, and our phones usually are going to go faster than we used to to go and download a song if you wanted to in like uh, I don't know how long a five minute song you take a half an hour or an hour to download. Um, remember. Um, Back then, they had to find creative ways to use images because images are also always super. Uh, they 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 catch the people's attentions a lot, and they enhance the, the visually the the web. But they have to they 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 found ways to use images in low bandwidth. And even though today we have higher bandwidth, we still find ways, or we're, and we're going to discuss about ways to optimize the use of images because it's 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 one of the most um, one of the things that that is usually heavy or the heaviest or one of the heaviest things that you download in a in a website. But but 
let's talk about images at the beginning. Uh, I do you remember using the background image like a super small uh, pixel, like uh, uh, well, pixel no, image that is like I don't know eight by eight, and then repeat it entirely in the background of oh, the yeah. website. Uh, I mean, but that's that's good. I mean, I still I. I made a side project not like two I weeks ago, and I and I and I and I and I did it. I, I used like a background repeat, uh, mm -hmm. and and then yeah, and then it works. I like what you said about bandwidth. I don't think it has changed much. I mean, maybe like back in whatever ten years ago, maybe images were considered heavy if they were maybe hundred kilobytes. But mm. now, okay, we have more bandwidth, but the images are way much bigger. I mean, you've seen hero banners with three megabyte images or four megabyte Ooh, images. Yes. Because, you know, authors don't know better poor things and they just get the image from the design team. They just upload it to the website. So so in the end, I think that the problem just is scaled because now it maybe for them, because they have, you know, a latest MacBook and a fiber connection, they don't notice it. But of course, if you go mobile first, if you go to markets where there's not like 4G, maybe it's 3G or 2G. Yeah. So it's important. I and I think that that's one of the biggest uh, things that the, that uh, the biggest issues is that people add just they receive images from, for example, the 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 designers, and they just add them just like that. And the images might be uh, thousands of pixels wide, as you said, like hero banner, even though that it might use I don't know one two thousand pixels width of the of the screen. They might give you a four thousand eight uh, eight thousand I don't know level. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but yeah, a really big um, banner, and people just go ahead and use that one. I mean, there there has to be better ways to to use it. I mean, what would you recommend? Yes. yes. So back to the original question for hmm. interviews, and I love when uh, candidates tell me that they use the picture element. Okay. So Why? Than, yeah. Oh, excellent! <laughs> Thank you for the follow up, Chucha. <laughs> Fantastic interview. Um, so the picture element allows you to define different uh, files or formats in one encapsulated way. So before you had just image tag, and now you will you will have a picture element and inside different sources. You could say, for instance, um, you were talking about um, responsive, right? So for instance, hmm. let's say you want to load a small image on mobile, you would have a source with, with a media query in that source that would say, okay, maybe the image is one by one, like a square or a vertical format, or simply just a smaller resolution, right? Hmm. And then you would have an, another source element inside the picture that would be for, you know, from 1,000 pixels or 2,000, and it would be a bigger image, different format perhaps, different uh, layout, doesn't really matter. But it allows you to have different sources depending on the viewport, which is fantastic. But this is something that you can also do in, with the image tag now. And the image tag is, is well, I, although I think that nowadays is not that important, it used to be more, it had more support. So why not use the image tag just because what you basically described could be done in the image tag? So you got to be careful sometimes if you have multiple image tags and use hide and show via CSS, the browser might down still download the images, right? With the picture mm. element, the browser really understands the, the, the syntax and the, the markup, and they will just download what's needed for that viewport in, in that time. So it really, like it's very performance focused and, and the users will not feel it. If, if they just open on mobile viewport, they will not download desktop whatsoever. I remember that one of the things that we usually get uh, when we ask questions, especially for more uh, junior developers, is that how do you if you imagine you want to have responsive images because you want to show uh, one image that's this amount of pixels in, in well, usually we say um, uh, that one image when it's mobile and a different image slightly when it's uh, right. desktop. Yeah. And mm -hmm. usually the, the solution that they come up with is uh, either, well, CSS. They involve usually CSS. When, as you say, uh, right now the picture tag and the image tag have solutions 
uh, or ways to to handle this kind of things. You know, you can show one and the other, but there's always a big distinction, right? When you are using images and pictures, they tell you, okay, the images should be used here, image tags, and picture tags should be used in this other situation. Could you tell us a bit about that situation? Or is it just like, um, you want to write less, use image, you <laughs> don't care about writing more? No, use no, picture. no. I mean, I, I don't know where, where you're coming from, but uh, surely image tags have their own. It's not like we're deprecating the image tag. Image tags have a certain purpose and, and it might be valid. You would still um, use it for certain scenarios, maybe icons, maybe you know, hmm. a logo, doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, but picture elements, when it comes to different resolutions or different like file formats, you, you would need a picture element. When would you use then image uh, tag, Tucho? Yes, 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 yes. But the thing is that, um, for example, I, um, in one of the projects that, that also one of the most optimized projects that we have with, with images, uh, we used uh, a lot of image tags still. Uh, but it's it goes more of a um, one of the things that they tell you to use picture is uh, when it's more of an art direction. You know, well, they tell you that you need uh, different sources depending on on the, uh, because you can handle different sources uh, depending on on, on the situation. Um, also, what one of the advantages that the picture tags ha tag has is the 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 fact that, for example, um, WebP started to be supported uh, widely not very long ago, but before it was basically just supported by Chrome. And if you wanted to uh, take adv uh, advantage of this, if you wanted to, for example, have um, the people that were using Chrome download lower image sizes, uh, well, you would use WebP, but then what happened to the rest, like, for example, uh, Exploded or, or Firefox or any other? Well, you needed to... Um, uh, provide a, a, an alternative. And that's what picture, that, that was something that you could do with picture. You could say, okay, if you don't support WebP, then use the JPEG or use the PNG or whatever. Yes, that's where we're going, <laughs> where we're going with, <laughs> with the follow-up question about formats, right? Uh, definitely, mm -hmm. I think JP, PNG are, are uh, old-fashioned. And even though sometimes if you misconfigure, misoptimize WebP or AVIF, you could have, you know, bigger... WebP files than JPEGs, that's for sure. So you need to be careful there. But but usually, yeah, I mean, uh, Web, WebP would be the the, the the format that would supersede JPEGs and, and, and PNGs. And then now we have AVIF, which is not very well supported. But but yeah, I mean, I think um, what, what I've done in the past also, like uh, let's say you don't have access to generating multiple WebPs or PNGs, it's having the server like uh, optimize it for you. Right. Hmm. Maybe you have just an image tag, as we were saying before, just an image tag with a, an actual JPEG. But when the request comes to the server, the server would, would, would know, can know, if you can uh, actually uh, render in JPEGs or, or um, WebPs. And then it would, even though the, the, the URL is, is, is WebP or JPEG, they would send different content headers and content types and a little bit hacky, but it could be done. <laughs> a little bit hacky. <laughs> no, but definitely. Right now, I guess that... Um, Having a full image uh, solution uh, that is uh, as optimized as, as it can it doesn't all only involve the front end, but also involves um, the the back end, well, the back end as well, the servers and the infrastructure and, well, and such. But um, going back into the into the formats, you know, um, the first I um, remember that at the beginning I was using two formats. I was using GIFs. I think that's the official way to pronounce it, although I usually go with a GIF, <laughs> but it's a GIF and um, JPEG. I remember that the GIF was like anything that didn't need more than two, I have 256 colors. 
Um, yeah, that was the main limitation because otherwise I would use that. Uh, you used with GIFs and anything else, uh, pictures specifically. You went with uh, JPEG. Also, one of the nice things that, about the GIFs that I love, I don't know if you used it. I mean, I guess everyone that started back then uh, used it was uh, the progressive GIFs. You know, that you started loading and then you fought, you saw like the big pixels. Yeah, And yeah, through yeah. time, da, 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 that was, I do not know why we don't have that. Maybe it's because uh, it, it occupies too much space. I don't know. But it was fun to see, well, fun. It was nice to see a progression while, you, while the page was loading. And right now, well, it's a bit different. Anyhow, um, and then suddenly the big revol revolution came back then, which was the PNG. And suddenly PNG could do anything that, that both GIFs and both uh, JPEG could do because one of the things that JPEG was lacking was transparency, which could be achieved with uh, GIFs. So um, right now, the, I guess the two biggest kings, I would say, or I would like to know your opinion, is precisely PNG and maybe WebP. What is your thought regarding on these uh, and if JPEG is dead or not? Uh, I think eventually it will it will die down once we have again more support for for AVIF and, and new formats. I think it's also like mm. JPEG Excel, which is yet another format, right? So I, I think it, it's just a matter of browser vendors. As, as soon mm. as they they give like wide support uh, for all the new things, wh why would you use a, a less compressible format, right? If you if you have like it's lossless compression. Uh, you don't lose anything, or it's not like really. You cannot tell it by just looking if you do a pixel peep. Hmm. So it's 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 yeah, it's fine. Um, the the one that we haven't mentioned is SVG vectors. Okay, not and for like pictures or photos, SVGs? but but definitely uh, why why they use right nowadays. Hmm. Uh, well, I I guess I usually in the latest project I was using WebP. But would you believe me that it has been maybe over a year that I haven't implemented a single image or picture tag? Interesting. Yes. And it, it has been a long time. I would even say that uh, probably more than a year, but I haven't worked with, with, with images for quite a bit of time. Um, whether because one of the projects that I'm, that I'm in doesn't require um, until very recently. And, uh, and after a long time, uh, an image was an image tag was used, and the other project it's simply I mean, it has all the main things built, and I haven't had to create any component or any support to anything that had images. So then I don't know what's your experience. Complete opposite, complete opposite. So, wow. so I think I don't want to say time frame, but maybe last year or something. So in our project, we had like only like JPEG support, right? So when we were uh, asking renditions to the backend, let's say, yeah, you, you want a one-for-one one rendition or 16 by nine rendition, you would request that to the backend and the backend would on the fly generate that rendition, cache mm. it, of course, save it to the front end, but all in JPEG. And I said, okay, it's time. We are in 2022, 2021. It's time for use uh, Please WebP. So I asked the, the backend engineers to to engineer something in the backend. Engineer something in the backend. <laughs> that would not only create the, the JPEG rendition, but also create hmm. the WebP rendition, right? And then on the front end, I simply had to go to the picture tag, which I already had, and uh, simply add a new source, which was for the, the WebP. And then Easy as that, I had a bunch of uh, performance boost on the front end for those who were able to download WebPs. So, so yeah. Nice. And the second thing I did recently is, if you believe it or not, I was able finally to remove a bunch of JavaScript that was doing basically lazy loading. 
Oh, oh, well, that would be one of the biggest things, I guess, we've gotten in the last few years. Yeah. Um, lazy loading, uh, the support of, of the lazy load attribute, which was something that I remember we've talked about uh, in, internally about projects of libraries, of lazy loading libraries. I mean, the project, the previous project that I was in, um, we had our own lazy loading implementation. And um, I've seen, we've worked in, in Cognizant Center, we've worked in creating our own internal lazy loading um, uh, library with the idea of being used everywhere else. And suddenly it's like, that's obsolete. There's lazy loading. And I think it's one of the, the, the biggest things that we had. I mean, what is your experience with lazy loading or what would yeah, you, yeah, yeah. why no, would no. you recommend it? Definitely. I'm, I'm with you and I had the same experience where we had to develop a custom solution for the project using your know, inter intersection observer and things like mm. that to, to detect if the image tag or picture tag was in the viewport and then, you know, just actually uh, load the file. But now that, that was gone. So I, I went ahead and asked the client, hey, now we have support. Our browser, uh, like project matrix has been updated and we now only support whatever browsers so we had whatever full, browsers yeah i don't remember i think it's <laughs> I, I think we were waiting for safari something i think safari was the latest to to integrate lazy loading i, I don't remember exactly mm. anyway i could i was able to remove a bunch of javascript by just adding a simple html attribute loading equals lazy on certain on certain places no not everywhere because as, as we know it's not like you put it everywhere you, you gotta know above mm. the fold below the fold things like that but Anyway, but why, why can't you use, I mean, it, the first thing that would come into mind is like, if the browser is the one that's handling this, why not put it every single place? I mean, why? Well, I mean, uh, so sure, the browser handles if the image is in, is in the viewport and it, it has to be downloaded. But uh, there's also like you have, by, by default, it's, I think it's loading eager. So it, it tells load as fast as possible. Um, but if you tell the browser, please download this as lazy, but the Jeez. image is on <laughs> above the fold, which you want it to be very fast, and you have the first counter from pain and all, all these uh, core web vitals, they, you get lower, lower score because you're telling the browser, please lazy load this, but really the user wants it now. So it, it's your... Now, now that you mentioned this, how do you, do you handle this case? Do you know when okay. some yes. an image is going to be above? How do you handle it? Well, because, no, yes, yes and no. So okay, let's I, talk about yes and no. <laughs> it's it's not really rocket science. I mean, it's uh, complicated. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> in the contrary. In the contrary, it's so, so, super simple. Um, hmm. We have some templates on, on the website when you, hmm. we use AM, of course. And I know that I have a fixed component that it's at the very top of the page under the under the yeah. menu. And I know that, yeah. that that fixed component is a carousel. And I know that the carousel is gonna, always going to be the fold because, of course, it's fixed component. So that was easy. Oh, that, that that's that's nice. I usually when you have this kind of templates, it's very simple as you say because you know exactly what's going to be at the top of the page, and you can decide that these elements, if they have images, they're not lazy loaded. We we had a more complicated, at first we had this, but then the, the client said, hmm, you know, I'd like to put any single component at the top. So we had to remove the fixed components from the top. And now the, the images, like the lazy well, images and other stuff could be put any, everywhere. And we ended up creating a solution in which we sort of counted the number of components before the, determining if they had to have, uh, the, if they were above or underneath the fold. But what? But what Lazy loading is one way to optimize, but there's several other ways to optimize images. I mean, um, at build time or running uh, in the CI, what would you recommend? Yes, right. So in the end, if you upload a four megabyte uh, hero yeah. image and then you just add the loading equals lazy, yeah, sure. I mean, it's <laughs> it's optimized, but not really. Uh, I think we, we did 
this like many years ago when I think people might, might sometimes uh, forget because backends and CDNs do it for ourselves, but hmm. you know, just compressing images, right? So you get a, a JPEG straight out of Photoshop and you don't just download that. You want to put it through a compression algorithm. I don't know. There's tools in, in, in front-end build tools or external websites or external, yeah, even, even like desktop apps that do this for you, right? So if you're in control of images on assets, you always want to compress them before uploading to the CMS or the real website. Okay. And yeah. This is one of the things that that's out of the box in in AM, if I'm not mistaken, that we have the the DAM, the Digital Asset Manager, where you up, can upload a very big image and you can determine um, which image sizes you want, and it automatically transforms them for you. And then when you add them to the image tag or the picture tag, um, it gives you the 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 correct rendition. This is definitely reducing the amount of work that you need to do as a developer, as, as an author, right? Then you as, as an, an author, author yes, as well. you have your picture, or that maybe the, your designer has sent to you a beautiful photo. And then you just upload the big TIFF format, which is of course not for the web, but then yeah, AM will will just generate JPEGs for you, web piece for you, which is fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Another option would be, for example, when you have a service that is serving the 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 correct type, which, for example, I've I've, I've seen um, there's certain service providers that can on the fly determine based on information they receive, like okay, what type of browser are you? Are you Chrome? Are you Safari? Are you this or that? And, and based on that, it's like okay, so you don't support WebP. I'm going to send you the second best best option. And here you go, you go a PNG, or here you go uh, on the fly. And the next time, of course, if this is cached and 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 uh, sent, do you have any experience also? Um, yeah, I've, I've read about it. Like for mm. like Akamai does this, I think. I don't mm. love it because then you are like you're handing over this problem, like like just kicking down the, <laughs> down the throat. It's like you have a problem with our big images, but then mm. you say I don't care because the CDN is gonna be on, in front of the user and they're gonna just take care of the optimization but i think if you can do it early because in the end like if you upload to a server like you know 10 megabyte images and then you just let akamai does it you're taking up space you're taking about it's it's not very eco-friendly to upload stuff that you're not gonna ever gonna use because it's it, why right so why not compress it at when before uploading or during build time and then you just commit to just upload things that are really going to be used. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like to have waste, like uh, digital waste. So, Well, I like the idea of, of digital waste. Not that I, I don't like the idea of digital waste. It, it, it's it's a, a funny term, digital waste. Um, I like the idea of when you upload something that at that moment, everything that you know, if you know what you're going to use, it's been, it is generated. I mean, I'm sure that you, as a service, you can say, okay, this is the renditions that I'm going to get. And here you go, here's the image. Um, the, the service, the Akamai service that you mentioned, I know that it's quite powerful. And for example, it can deliver the image based on exactly the size that you're going to use it at that point. Like if you say, hey, I need my browser window is 973 pixels wide and the image is that wide, it's going to serve you that image size or slightly bigger. And it, it adapts, which is nice, but it, it is, as you say, uh, a bit of a waste. Uh, the time that we used this service, we didn't use this this functionality from 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 them. We basically said, no, 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 just optimize the the, the format. If it's WebP better than right. PNG for mm -hmm. this image for this size, say it. But we are going to be the ones that are going to tell you which size of image we want. We don't want to because we knew exactly the sizes that we. No, I, th I think it's yeah. nice and definitely there are use cases, right? Mm -hmm. Again, where the, the author doesn't have the capability or technical expertise to 
optimize images before uploading, sure. Upload the big one and then use the CDN or another service to, to I mean, I understand, right? But if you mm-hmm. can avoid it, I mean, if you are in control of the whole flow or, and, and, or you're a designer or you can talk to the designer and say, hey, when you export via Photoshop, please use it as a web, maybe use JPEGs at 80%, compression, things like that. So, so yeah, in the end, if you can do it early, I think it's, it's better. But again, depends on the use case. Do it, do it early, do it often. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was something. When were they saying about this? I don't remember the, the uh, drinking coffee. Probably <laughs> early in the morning and often every day. This is the front end coffee break sponsored by <laughs> coffee. <laughs> Insert coffee coffee brand. <laughs> um, you know, we've discussed a little bit about how the images are being used right now, but there is one, I remember one of the first websites that I ever implemented, I was still in college and we were doing a website for the comics club that we had back then. And of course, being a comics club, we had a lot of people that draw, that knew, knew how to to draw. And we wanted to talk about the events and who we are and all this kind of stuff. And we ended up creating this website that I remember that it was not responsive at all, but it was this one huge image that was served. No, and it was like like a PowerPoint, like just, you know, an image, no, no, PDF or... No, no, it was this one huge image. And I remember back then being super happy that we implemented a hover. Uh, and when you hover over the image, it changed. Wow. But the thing is that we were using um, image maps. I don't know. It's been years yeah. since i've used maps and it's still i think could be relevant uh, nowadays but it's something wow. it's a forgotten technique it's totally forgotten i, I think i used that back when i was using dreamweaver <laughs> as an ide adobe dreamweaver you remember <laughs> or macromedia dreamweaver i don't remember yes. yeah yeah having like like i remember so the requirement was you had an image and and the image had drawn a button or something and the, the, the client wanted when you click that part of the image you go to a certain link so yes. yeah oh my goodness basically just uh, you created a map uh, with uh, vectors and such to say this area is going to be linked to this link i mean when you click on this area this is what's going to to happen and i remember that we went even a step further in which we divided the image in in chunks we created a table Wow. We had the images in in the table cells. I remember it was for me like super advanced back then. It's like, oh yes, the table is not a table three by three, but it has merged cells <laughs> and even between rows. And it was like, wow. And we had the images precisely separated like this. Uh, the, well, this is one of the, the iterations. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, I've, I haven't seen, I mean, at least... I haven't noticed that if, if maps are in the wild. I mean, have you seen like in a, in a modern website using image maps? I, I don't know. Usually it's like you click the whole thing, right? The whole mm-hmm. banner or the whole face of if it's an avatar or if it's product image, right? Um, I, I don't see, I don't think users are used to that. Like, let's say you have a, a hero banner and then you map the dock to go to the, I don't know, the product <laughs> of the dock and then you map the person to go to the, to the t-shirt uh, detail page. No, it usually doesn't, doesn't go that way. No, no, we don't do it anymore. Um, uh, no, no, we don't. But I'm, I'm sure that it has to be very specific use cases. The, the wonderful thing here in the end, and we were discussing this today, I think, in the, in the front end channel with pop-ups. You know, when, when you mentioned the, the native implementation of pop-ups is that browsers, and we've discussed this uh, before, browsers keep on implementing native stuff. Like we didn't have a calendar. I remember one of the biggest um, first um, components that I did many, many years ago, and I was super proud of it, was uh, a, a calendar component. 
and it was quite complex. Yeah, um, I mean, all the dates, months, knowing exactly if it's 28, if it's, yeah, it's complex. No, but um, how to visualize it, well, how it worked. Well. <laughs> and now we have uh, a, a native imp, an input tag that just adds a, well, a tag that adds the map and that's no, it. No a JavaScript, date. sorry. Yeah. No CSS, no JavaScript. I love it. I mean, I, I really like when, when browsers are pushing this because it, it just helps everybody. Like the lazy loading tab. It, it's just one single attribute for images, but hmm. the performance boost is so amazing. It's, uh, I love it. Well, okay. So um, okay. To, to, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. You love it, you love it. Just, <laughs> I'm going to take it out for dinner. So, yeah. Uh, of of the images, let's let's go for this um, to wrap this up. What would be the biggest thing that you or that you'd like to that you remember for images or that you like for from images? Is it lazy loading or is there anything that you say? Oh, I love this about images. Wow. Um, Let me begin if you like. Yeah, as go ahead. What you think? Go ahead. One thing that I loved and no longer using, but because this is something that was used uh, in, in not only in web but in video game development, is CSS sprites. Not the sprites in the in the in uh, the CSS part in games necessarily, but yes, yeah, CSS sprite was some a way to optimize uh, images back in the day. And I uh, just when we were I was reading regarding images just to freshen up, it's like, oh, that's right, we had CSS sprites. That's nice. It was nice and quickly deprecated because again, it's, why, 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 I mean, why load <laughs> a big fat image when you can just optimize everything and just. SVGs, right? SVGs or or something. <laughs> what I love about images, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think images are right now in a very well, a good state. Again, sources, <laughs> different formats. Now lazy loading uh, natively. It, it, yeah, I mean, doing it wrong, it's it's hard <laughs> because they have so many tools that if you implement it wrong, it's really you don't really know what you're doing. But but doing it right, it's it's quite quite easy and, and low effort. So yeah, I just love that uh, HTML is, is becoming powerful again. Nice. Okay, that's all the time that we have for the, for the, today's podcast. Thank you very much for joining. Thank you, Ricardo. Thank you so much. And see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.